Episode 22 is a continuation of episode 21 after Dino's Hikate talk. And this one is for practices on establishing a relationship. Can explain some basic advice for people to, for how to work with her if they're interested to try that. Primarily, of course, I will start with saying that, of course, there's no strict there are no strict rules for, for how to do this um, exactly, although some people will tell you otherwise in some ways. And um, I would say you to just, I would tell you to, to, to go with your, to, to experiment and, and see what works for you in, in deciding what, what strict rules you want to follow. Um, but also to do your own research, um, which always, always do your own research, but also this is a big, a big way of, demonstrating and forming a connection uh, with a spirit and demonstrating, uh, d- um, you know, a seriousness to them. <clears throat> um, and of course, this goes into how the most important thing for how to work with her is that you need to build a real relationship with her. She is a real entity, a real person. I would say all things are real <laughs> people in some way. And so it must be she and all things must be treated in in this way and uh if you want to have a connection with her and and um and get something out of this relationship with her you need to have it be a real relationship and and uh put the work in to make it to make it make it such um and this kind of goes into what i was saying before about her being demanding and challenging in some ways but again this is uh, she's not malicious, so it's not like you have to kill yourself doing this. You know, find what challenges you appropriately and doesn't cause you undue stress and discomfort. Um, but you know, find something appropriately challenging to to actually build a relationship. Um, and my my suggestion for people uh, when at least starting out with Hikate is the most simple thing, perhaps. And of course, there are simpler things. I guess, but as like just saying her name and speaking to her quite plainly with nothing, no fanfare. But if, if you want to do something to try to like demonstrate some call to her in some small right, I would, I would get a traditional ancient image of her. Um, not something from like the middle ages or something that like depicts her in rather unsavory ways. Um, <laughs> Um, but something that depicts her in an elevated and, and, and honored way. And, I think but elevated being... is nice. Say what? I think elevated kind of counts as like expanded. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. It does. It's just I like to. In certain frameworks. It, yeah. Yes, it does. It's just, you know, for me, this kind of gets into Hikate, how she relates to all realms. I, it, tends right. to, it tends to imply to people that it puts down what is lowly. She right, is, right. She yes. is elevated and, and high up, but she is also lowly and way down. She is within all of these realms. Right. Um, it's because the elevated cycles into the... Into, right? well, in, yeah, into the lower part because of that cycle, yeah. the journey of the soul of passion. Right. And experience and perspective re-inspiring with yeah, ex- new experience. Exactly. But the, like, I think for me, because I've been having real problems. Sorry to interrupt all of this. But I've been having real problems with the words like up and down and high and low. Yeah, me too. And stuff like that. Or high, like higher and deeper and stuff. 
Yeah. Although deeper makes sense, and I wish there was then a better word for higher, but I guess what I'm trying to say um, helped me was thinking of higher as expanded. So there's like the deeper, and then there's the expanded, and I prefer to like substitute those words for higher. Yeah. Yeah. I totally recognize and identify with that same struggle. I have it too. Um, And for the most part, I try to let go of it. But um, something that's on my mind with it is that perhaps terms like inner and outer, at least in some cases, are more helpful. Um, uh, Because these kind of relate to that inner and internal and subjective aspects of the underworld um, versus the outer referring to that broader perspective and all-encompassing and interpersonal nature of the upper worlds. Um, um, but of course, yeah. these are perhaps one-dimensional ways of looking at these realms. I don't well, want to I limit pre- them to this understanding, but right. this is how I understand them the best right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but anyway, um, sorry, we, did you have a response to that? No, I'm just saying it's kind of both things. Like, it can be all of those different perspectives. What can? Higher, upper, more expand, like, deeper and expanded and inner and outer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, exactly. But that's why I was, like, offering inner and outer as perhaps alternatives to the lower and upper when those feel uncomfortable or when one perhaps thinks that inner and outer might might express the point better in a given scenario yeah um but but anyhow so my suggestion for people in reaching out to Hekate the first time if you want to do some sort of a right to do so um is find this some ancient image of her um that that calls to you uh also find some ancient hymn or invocation to her that speaks to you um uh and make set up this pic set up this image perhaps you can recreate it or print it out or whatever works for you um um or whatever however elaborate elaborate you want to go of course is fine um but set this image up uh have the invocation or hymn prepared um and make an offering of some of some sort of food or perhaps just something simple like incense or the light of a candle or a glass of water or tea or coffee or something alcoholic if you want or anything whatever 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 speaks to you that that works for you um um there are some traditional things that I will suggest in a little bit but um, anything is fine for the most part and, or no, not for the most part, anything is fine. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, and offer this, make, cleanse this offering in some way that work that works for you. There's a lot of different methods for doing this. Um, uh, so find one that, that feels right and, and seems to you to, to, to properly demonstrate that you're at least trying to cleanse this, this, uh, this, um, this offering for the for the goddess and so set up the image cleanse the offering uh present the offering recite this this invocation or hymn and follow it up with uh your own prayer or or poem or invocation or hymn or whatever you can prepare this beforehand if you want or you can go off the cuff um but i would 
I would suggest to do something personalized as well, not just not just the uh, not just the ancient things. This is a way of like tying to the ancient traditions to to reach out in this way, but also to relate it to the here and now with your own with your own input, and um, and then to just sit in silence and receptivity for a little while after this, um, and listen for her response or feel for her response in some way, um, and. Uh, it may be very slight. Um, perhaps you get nothing at all that you perceive. Um, maybe you want to try it three times or however many times feels good to you. Um, I suggest if you want to add a little bit to it, do it at night, especially, or at twilight, as that's a wonderful transition time. It's especially potent to do it at like a, a, a crossroads, especially a triple crossroads. It can even be the bo- the bottom of your driveway, though. That's a very That's the place I first did this. Um, and, uh, where the, you know, where the driveway meets the road as a little triple crossroads. Um, but an outer, like a a crossroads, a triple crossroads at the edge of town or out in the, out somewhere remote or, or, um, or, you know, out in the woods somewhere at a, at a little crossroads. Um, those are all really great places to do, to do this. Um, and if you want to do really traditional sorts of offerings, and of course, you know, you can do this at the dark moon as the most traditional traditional time to do it. But any time, again, is fine. Um, and uh, if you want to use really traditional foods, you can go with like a raw egg, uh, some sort of sweetened cake, um, uh, like uh, especially something with like barley uh, wheat as the as the base. That would be what the ancient Greeks would have used for the most part, as, a, as far as I understand it. Um, uh, so maybe honey sweetened, uh, sesame is a good thing in there as well. Um, offer like a small light with it, like a little candle, perhaps. Um, these were all the main sorts of things that would be offered at Dave suppers, uh, raw eggs, honey, um, sweetened cakes and, and a light and, um, and perhaps fish like sprat or mullet. Mullet was only ever allowed to be offered to Hecate actually in Greece in the ancient world. Mm. Um, it's this kind of fish, uh, that, reproduces three times a year hence its association with her and also because when you when you when it dies it turns this brilliant red um which is one of her sacred colors white black and red are her colors um although she's also described as wearing saffron colored robes which saffron dyes things kind of a beautiful somewhat orangey yellow um so that's also another color that can be associated with her um and um but you know any any sorts of foods and like fruits um flowers and again drinks of some kind wine would have been very traditionally ancient world milk perhaps even just water though as well um i would even i i like to offer teas of various kinds or coffee perhaps um i don't normally offer alcoholic things but that's just because i don't usually like to buy a lot of alcohol um that much um myself but uh i'm sure she loves those as well um uh and some of her other spirits definitely love alcohols so they would they would very much appreciate them um uh but i just suggest make sure if you're going to leave an offering outside especially at a crossroads or something but outside anywhere just make sure that it's not something that's going to be harmful to local animals, domestic or wild, that might come along to eat it because they almost certainly will. Um, 
But yeah, all that's just to say (laughs) um, any sort of food is fine, pretty much. Um, (laughs) You can also (laughs) leave things that are not perishable, like actual, like, objects or whatever. But I tend not to do that because, you know, those things pile up. I see that if I'm going to do that as, like, a really significant sort of offering, perhaps, like, only a one-off sort of offering to a spirit um although it depends on what this is what you're doing if it's more of like a magical working there's like there's you know lots of non-biodegradable things that or like not you know not bad for the environment environment necessarily but like non-food things that are used in, in with spirits in all sorts of ways I'm